And it was a woman who was like a high up person in the CDC and she published like her memoir or whatever. And like the back cover that, of the yeah. book. Yeah, the back cover of the book was like basically oh, I saw that, she's yeah. like Trump said that it's all fake and like, you know, basically Dude, it was like and he was right. Even if this was his platform is COVID is faking gay from the start, from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty or twenty nineteen to twenty twenty, he just kept saying COVID is faking gay and when these motherfuckers cheat me out of this election and I come back in 2024, you're all going to know that I was right. The COVID is faking gay. Can you imagine how hyped this election would be? Oh, yeah. It would be the hypest election of all time. Well, he, he kind of like he's throughout the process. He's been victim to like like he's the type of person like business guy. He's like, well, I got to trust my people. And that the, the problem with him trusting his people is that he's got a lot of the wrong people that found his way their way into his fucking Yeah, just ask Kanye. By yeah. the way, this is a good cold open. <laughs> yeah. Alright, hit that song, Bob. Russell Kong's the name, that hot grandma. You really wanna bang. Always run the guilt game ever since I was fifteen. I'm many things. A rapper, an economist, a journalist, a writer, a CEO, and a dirty, 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 dirty hoe. Better than most writers, creepier than most girls. Hello and good evening. My name is Josh. I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. And this week, my special guest, Werna, with folks you find the other bad. This reason in the unreasonable makes sense out of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. How y'all doing this evening? <laughs> Shout out to the original uh, shyster in the crypto universe, uh, Heather Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> with that song <laughs> that that is? yeah i don't know that one who's that <clears throat> yeah who is that uh the the crocodile of wall street uh she she was a crypto like ponzi schemer before crypto ponzi schemes became uh, a hip thing in 2022 <laughs> what's so. like the what's like the really abridged version of what she did uh she basically uh did what we're going to get into in this episode, which is uh, use cryptocurrency and promise a bunch of investments and just took everyone's funds and ran. I think it was like $10 billion or $11 billion that she stole. It's Based. been done a lot of times. Yeah. Amateur so. hour compared to tonight's and, story. Yeah. Amateur <laughs> hour. So how are you guys doing, Aaron? Great. I'm fucking reporting down here on the bayou. Down in uh, New Orleans. Very been good. Been a very fun good. week. Yep. If, if Aaron's audio sounds slightly better than normal, it's because he's using Word in his mic. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like he's shouting into a tin can for once. <laughs> so, we're no, I'm glad we have you. Uh, we're talking about FTX tonight. Uh, I hear yeah. you're you're kind of into crypto a little bit. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> if uh, if you're into crypto and you wanted to hear yourself talk, uh, what number would you call to hear that? Uh, you would call one eight thirty three six 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 nine eleven. Again, that's one eight three three six 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 zero nine one one. All right, let's Beautiful. jump right into it. So the FCX scandal. You guys heard about this, right? Basically, right after the election, coincidentally. By coincidence, right after the election, a um, what are what is FTX technically? Were not, were they an exchange or were they like a shitcoin? 
No, no, they were in exchange, right? So it was, it's an it's an exchange, but okay. the thing is, like, um, I don't know how deep we want to get into like ICOs and all of that. Like, there's a lot of scams related to crypto. Um, I'm not saying that all ICOs are scams, but in 2017, you know, and uh, when Ethereum came out, there was this idea floated that you could just like make a token. And you could sell somebody the token and they, that's like another way of investing as opposed to like the traditional avenues of like, you know, venture capital money, doing a seed round and all of that stuff or doing an, I, uh, an IPO, which is like, you know, uh, a public stock offering. An ICO is like you make a token and you sell some of the token up front. Okay. Guys, um, you know when like, you know when like if you read like The Hobbit and and they'd have a page that would just be elven runes that's what that read to me i didn't understand a single word of that entire thing <laughs> what the fuck is an ico and uh and seed rounds and <laughs> am i just that much of a poor that i didn't understand any of that or am i alone in that no, I mean it's like well, it's it's confusing because although you understand the elven language, uh, goblins <laughs> also use the elven written uh, letters. So it, it was actually a different language altogether. Oh, okay, it's like that. Got it. Thank you, Josh. More or less, D&D, that's beside the point. More or less, like you know, venture capital money. A lot of times, you make a company, you sell equity, right? And so, like, the idea is instead of selling equity, you could sell. A coin that's basically Disney dollars to your company. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what coins are, right? Aren't they all that? No, not all. They're of just them. a new Disney dollar. <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah, I swear to God, that's what I thought all crypto was. <laughs> a lot of them. A lot of them are. A lot of them are, and that that are started. We, in can 20... I ask a question? Because this would actually blow my mind. Sure. Is any crypto based in a solid thing? Like, is there is there crypto out there? It's like. We own a million gold bars, and our crypto is the value of those gold bars, but there's a billion tokens that is, like, is there any that's, like, an actually backed on a physical thing? Yeah, there, there's a lot of them. There's variations of Holy that. Holy shit, I didn't know that. Um, the problem with it is, like, how do you prove that somebody owns what they say they own, right? So there's different there's different methods for that. There's like proof of reserve protocols and all that. But I won't get into that because that's like really messy details. Yeah, no, no. We more want to just make fun of FTX. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about like the, the non-legitimate but, cryptos, so the, the things that aren't backed by anything. So let's say if you're like a fat Jew that has like an autistic girlfriend with Harry Potter glasses, <laughs> what would you do then? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Okay, well, I'll say. I'll say this, that there there are some, like, I'll use, like, Maker token, for example. It's a governance token. And the way that it's set up, it has, a like, an on-chain protocol where if the protocol does its job, and its job is to, like, maintain a portfolio, and so it's, it's like, debt that's, like, accumulated, and the debt is, like, I'm going to loan the protocol some money, and then somebody is able to mint, like, fake money with it. Well, tokens. And then they're going to eventually pay me back, but they but did that But it's all tied to actual assets that exist. Oh, and this one wasn't. Right. There's no way to prove well, that it was, right? So that's well, the problem. Well, we, we, we can get to that. We can get to, yeah. get to that in a, in a bit, with especially, like, FTX. So let's go yeah, through Bob, a, actually, a small... Yeah, Bob. Actually, you got to present... You got to start presenting this. We turned a word enough for the uh, deciphering the elven runes. Well, he yeah, he just explained crypto to you, so that that's good. You understand where we're coming from. I didn't know that any of it was backed on anything physical. Did you guys know that? Am I the only one that didn't know that? 
Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, but but you said something very important, which is that FTX's token was not one of those. Yeah, it's not based on exactly. anything. They just printed a bunch. So of it's they like say, the American dollar, right? Because they made money off of their name. They said that we're this exchange. People use this exchange. We're gonna make a bunch of well, we're gonna print a bunch of money, basically. They did have a commercial with Larry David on the Super Bowl, so I figured they're legit. So. Yeah, and Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's a small timeline of events that took place and also the players involved. Thirteen days after Biden announces his presidential campaign in uh, uh, April of 2019, Sam Bakeman-Fried, son of Barbara uh, Fried, Stanford professor and co-founder of political fundraising organization Mind the Gap, launches FTX Crypto Exchange. The exchange is magically an overnight success, and FBF uh, or SBF becomes the biggest donor to the Biden administration. He gets named Actually, as quick, quick. Uh... Yeah, quick interruption. I, I think that might be a good lead into the first clip. Uh, I, I timestamped. Okay, that, that's specifically about that. When you look at the top federal level mega donors in this past election cycle, we find that Sam was number four on that list, and in terms of Democratic contributions, number two only behind the King George Soros. Very difficult to beat the King there at 128 million smackaroos. But pretty much 39.9 million in political donations, almost the entirety of which went to Democrats by Sam Bankman Reed. All right. Um, so this corruption really does run pretty deep, and we got to talk about it. Bruce Fenton writing here Sam Bankman Reed created and funded an organization known as Guarding Against Pandemics to be run by his brother. That's Gabe. The organization worked to lobby the Biden administration for a $30 billion allocation. So this is how corruption works. You take a few million, you put it in some pockets in D.C. Holy shit. Yeah, so that's 30 billion? <laughs> yeah, what? Yes. Holy fuck. So that's... What, what was he asking for? He was asking for 30 billion for what, though? So oh, what, oh, he, what he donated guardian... to the, the campaign was like... No, 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 no. The Guardian Against a Pandemic um, thing... Got, was allocated thirty billion dollars to help guard against pandemics. Yes, that <laughs> so he, he made it. He made up a fake organization. Just put his brother in charge, so it wasn't like directly back to him. Right, and and then he paid uh, Democrats billion dollars. He paid Democrats forty million dollars, and then he got allocated. His brother got allocated in this stop. What was it? Or Guardian Against Pandemics. His brother was allocated thirty billion dollars. So like Sam Bankman Fried, he's not just a an ardent uh passionate democrat who's like a mega donor like george soros he actually is corrupt on the side that that's the whole point of that <laughs> wait clip. oh josh <laughs> dude he got he got fucking Zelensky money practically and we never even heard about it right so i, I heard it, about it, it, it gets even well <laughs> thank you Linda. no but retards like me that don't pay attention didn't hear about this that was so, never like a story yeah, right. So That's election day, insane. 2022, the one that just happened at the start of this month, FTX basically implodes like a couple of days after. Um, the people involved, uh, Gabe Bankman-Fried, the brother to Sam, uh, he's a former Jane Street trader, a founder of Guardian Against Pandemics. Uh, he is the legislative correspondent to the U.S. House of Representatives and the advisor to a large political donor, in the Democratic Party. So that there's more ties with his brother. 
The family Aunt Linda Freed is a uh, World Economic Forum member on the Global Agenda <laughs> Council on Aging. The father, Joseph Bakeman Freed, is a Stanford professor who lobbied on behalf of head fund managers before Congress. Um, uh, before Congress, and there's film and records of this in the Library of Congress of him there testifying. FTX, the head of ventures and um, commercial at FTX Ventures, Amy Wu, started with Clinton Foundation. Nishad Singh, FTX Director of Engineers, has spent $8 million, Democratic candidates. And then we have, okay, Obama's Commodity Futures Trading Commissioner, Mark Wedgett, was literally the head of FTX Policy and Regulation. Um, and then he, so he, he's literally he's the most connected guy <laughs> in the district. Like it's, I I I have somehow. to. I'm so shocked because like his parents are like the freakiest things about like this whole ordeal. Uh, almost. I'm sorry. Almost not including his girlfriend. His girlfriend's the most horrifying Wait. topic of this whole thing. You know what's but, insane about this queen. is that how they're spinning this now. So they're spinning the story now that all the money's gone. And they stole everybody's money. They're like acting like it's just this fat, Jewy, fucking frumpy dude and his girlfriend that are doing everything. <laughs> when this was clearly a gigantic money laundering scam from the start. Right. That's that's. I was gonna get into that. I, I wasn't sure if I was like short circuiting any clips that you guys were gonna play or anything. But like, that's kind of what all the stuff that Bob said kind of le- leads into that. Is like, okay, it's like. You know, there's there's uh, up cycles and down cycles to crypto and like all of this stuff. And like, you know, they're they're trading on their own exchange to try and have enough to like put out there and stuff. Yeah, that's all sounds like good on paper. Like that seems like a legit thing. But like they also gave away like a shit ton of money and they're just giving it to these. And, and he's bragging about it online on on YouTube channels and stuff talking about I donate the most money out of anybody and it just seems like they're taking all of the money and giving it over to somebody else. Yeah, this whole thing started like this guy won't see it. Based on this, my prediction is he'll he's paid right now to be the big villain. He won't see yeah. a day of jail time. They'll act like he's bankrupt, but I guarantee this was the plan from the start and he's going to get just uh you know, 100 it, it million dollars seems... and get to go retire to an island somewhere. It's like yeah, you know, it's it's Bahamas based. He's already retired on the island. Just right. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, it also exactly. seems like he he was he was set up as the fall guy by his parents, and I can get into that like a little bit more. So his girlfriend, uh, <laughs> his girlfriend, uh, SPF's girlfriend, uh, Caroline Ellison, uh, who was the CEO of what was it, uh, Alameda, uh, Alameda Research? Yeah. Yeah. Who looks like? It. By the way, if you need to know what she is, she looks like. If a cartoon owl like became a real girl, <laughs> so, yeah, Alameda, the lollipop owl. owl. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, right? you're right. But yeah. like a girl. Yeah. How many licks does it take Three to get licks, to the man. center Three of the yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> How many licks does it take to get to the center of forty billion dollars? <laughs> One, <laughs> two. So what were what you saying about Alameda? <laughs> Um, Bob might have more on this, but they're, they're base. it's basically like a left hand, right hand type of thing with, uh, FTX. They're the same company ran by the same people. Yeah. Um, but they're, the, the Alameda research is one that they use to like shroud in secrecy 
some of the back deal trading stuff that they're that's going on. They were the ones money taking out a bunch of loans, make or doing a bunch of like uh, projects, like building new headquarters. They were building stadiums, getting stadium rights, all these huge um, advertising um, like moves. The whole shabam, basically. But here's another thing. Uh, we won't get into that just yet, like the whole Alameda thing, but we're still on the connections part. And one of the connections is that Caroline's father, Glenn Ellison, is is the department head of economics at MIT. And prior to, uh, prior to getting appointed to the SEC, Gary Grenzler was a professor for the practice of global economics and management at MIT. <laughs> so, okay, so she, she's probably really smart too, right? Uh, just grow, grow up in that sort of household. I can back that up with a little clip of her actually talking about risk management. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen this one, but th- this is a doozy. Yeah, absolutely. Could pull it off without my math degree. <laughs> use very little math. Um, use a lot of like uh, elementary school math. Being comfortable with risk is very important. <laughs> um, <laughs> we tend not to have things like stop losses. I think those aren't necessarily a great risk management tool. I'm trying to think of a good example of a trade where I've lost a ton of money. Um, well, I don't know. I probably don't want to go into specifics too much yeah, with no, that. I want to follow that up immediately with the Alameda board experience clip. All right. Research. So... This is Alameda Research. This is the team that there's the CEO up in the top left there, Carolyn, and that's the rest of the team. Half of this team, this was their first job they ever held. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Just managing, investing, and trading for tens of billions of dollars. These fucking 20 year old. Oh God. I love it. Can I, can I tell you like, like I've got a take on this whole thing, and uh, my take is, is essentially that I think that Silicon Valley is uh, largely ran this way. I think that um, a lot of it is just people like there. There's investors moving around huge amounts of money into these fucking startup companies that are, are you know basically ran by morons, and they're just stupid ideas from the get go, and they're investing in things like well, it's a diverse company, and like. The entire premise of it is is what's wrong with it, you know, and you can say, sit here and say like, oh, well, maybe, you know, they were just, you know, yeah, it was ran by all of these lesbian black women. But it was like, you know, it, <laughs> it actually, actually, we thought it was going to be a big thing. But the problem is, is the premise, right? You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's From like, the start. Yeah. And and Sam Bankman-Fried is a good example of that. It's like they started out with the premise. It's like oh, he gi- black woman. He gives all his money away, and we love that. And he's Jewish, and it's like you know, and it's like they're investing in all of this stuff because of he's hitting all of these like little progressive like diversity checkpoints. And you it's know like, what? I don't think that's quite it, though. I think that's what they want you to think, because that's how. Just from hearing this, and how his brother's running this. This organization that got thirty billion dollar of about thirty billion dollars of taxpayer dollars allocated to them, I think they want to give you the illusion that it's run by retards. So they get these twenty year olds in front of a fucking camera and on the board. What? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. 
and so they so that you can wake up in the morning and instead of taking your pitchforks and torches and murdering every single person in Capitol Hill, you go, well, obviously this was going to fail. It's all black lesbians that are running this. <laughs> and yeah. you know what I mean? So because like obviously these people in these positions, but they're all these kids of people that are very connected, very wealthy, very prestigious MIT professors, heads of economics, they're putting their kids in these positions to fail these businesses, quote unquote. But they're also on the back end, as these businesses rise up real quick, throwing $30 billion of taxpayer money into this fucking bullshit thing, like fighting pandemic. Right. And then... God knows where that money's been dispersed. And then the headline is, look how this black lesbian and this fat Jewish kid with the fucking autistic girlfriend ruined $20 billion. What dickheads they are. While they just pilfer $30 billion of taxpayer dollars on the back end of it. Like, right? Isn't that what they're doing? Aaron, you're missing a very important element here. It's not the black lesbian at fault. It's not the fat Jewish kid at fault. It's not the fat Jewish kid's autistic girlfriend at fault. It's cryptocurrency and unregulated cryptocurrency markets. That's another this was bound to happen no matter which overly privileged zero experience corrupt kid you put in as CEO. I I agree. I agree. The only surprise, honestly, in this entire thing is that they didn't use the son of a Hungarian merchant of modest means. As the as the fall guy, you know. Uh, so I think it could be also both things. You know, that, I think it's all of them. I think there's so many layers to so the fucking scam. What I mean by that is like, like, okay, it's like you could say that like aligning things towards certain, like the the illusion that they want you to believe is like, oh, it's like, well, they're they're just investing in things off of stupid criteria. Like, how many lesbian black women do we have in the company? That makes it a good company. Oh, and also they care about diversity and and and, and they they're very artistic and, and, and like you know they want to help the environment and like it's that, like that's how they sell it. Say so that's how they sell the company to half the country because half the country wants as many black lesbians running as many things as possible, and then the other half goes. Well, obviously they lost the money because it's run by black lesbians. Yeah, that's how they get the populace. It gives them an excuse too. That's how they get the populace to not pick up the pitchforks and torches. But like, right. okay, Bob, I have a question. Hmm. How many billions of dollars has this guy allegedly lost? It's about people? like thirty, right, Rudna, Josh, thirty. That's about I, right. That sounds right. I remember being in yeah. the tens of well, okay. millions. Okay, so hold on, hold on. I, this is where I might say. So this guy lost thirty billion dollars of other people's money. Depending on how you evaluate it, it's actually it could actually be a lot more than that because, like, okay, you got to look at what was the market cap of the FTT token. Well, no, hold on. How, how many? How many? Uh, like, um, customer funds did he lose? Because I, I think that was around. That's what I care yeah, about. That, yep. so, yeah, like I, the money. That, I was, I was getting US to dollars that, in but, exchange, that sort of thing. But, it, but it's multiple different things. It's like, okay, how, how many billions of dollars did people investing into the company or buying through them lose? I actual so dollars. What I think, what I think you're asking is like funds that a customer had sitting on the exchange. 
how much was lost. Yeah. I don't have that number, do you, Bob? Uh, FTX lost up to $2 billion in user funds and $10 billion was sent directly to Alameda. So, $12 billion. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So, um, just let, wait, let's hold, hold just let, let's go through this. This started in 2019, right? But I was making I was making another point yeah. though. Like no, here we like go. Uh, FTX also lent FTX the the company lent Sam over 3.3 billion dollars for personal use. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. So so there's a com- there's a combination of things here. There's there's like investor okay. money, which th- they had raised a lot of money. Um, then there's also like the ICO money from the token, like how much was the market cap of the token that they had, how much in customer they don't care about that. that's fake. Well, it's not fake because well, real people, people put US dollars trade, into it. They're like, right. Real people that's trade real I, money for it. I want to know how much other money people put into this, not how much they valued the fake money for after they bought it. No, no, no. But that's not how that works. I know that's not how it works, but I want to know the real amount that went in. Obviously, they're gonna lie and say, "Oh, yeah, it went." But like these it was actually were like, thirty billion. It, it, and and the new thing is is uh, um, uh, I forget the term for it, but they'll like instead of doing an ICO, they'll, they'll an IDO. Sorry, that's it. Um, is where they launch it on a, a, an exchange, basically, and they're basically conning just regular people into putting their money into it and yes. buying it. And that's what I'm talking about. How much of regular people's money went into this thing? Overall, I think the FTT token was valued at like around thirty billion. Um, but I can look that up. Um, while he's looking that up, while he's looking that up, so we have however much people's money went into this, plus thirty billion in taxpayer dollars that only came because of this guy's con- contributions of a uh, what was it, thirty million dollars? Yeah. It was a little more than that, but yeah. So he contributes $50 million, whatever it is. And then however much people's money came in, that got him a $30 billion contract. And however many people's money he lost, lost, quote unquote, it was lost in the exact way they expected it to be. That's how much they just pilfered from everybody. Because the the real big one is the thirty billion that he bought. So I, I just found the number. Like the P, uh, FTT token at its peak was eight and a half billion. So eight and a half billion. So they they right, but th- those th- that includes like big funders and stuff like that. So I have a list here. Some of like the biggest investors in FTX were SoftBank, BlackRock, the Ontario Teachers Pension, Sequoia Capital. Uh, Toma Bravo, Third Point, Tiger Global, Lightspeed, Coinbase, Paul Tudor Jones, and Binance. So th- that uh, um, among many when, more. When, I, when I'm talking about the market cap of the coin, it's not including any of that, unless those people actually bought in terms of shares of the token, which sometimes they do. Sometimes they get pre-listed tokens. Right. Um, a token pre-sale is like a common thing to do before an ICO or an IDO. All right, we might be wrong here, but let's just yeah. say it's eight and a half billion dollars went into the company. It, it's outside. probably it, it's probably more than that, but the, like that number is based off of the entirety of all the tokens. So if you take a hundred percent of the quantity of the tokens at that given point in time, at the price they were being exchanged at at that point in time, sure. what is that worth? Let's just use that. Let's just use eight and a half billion. So, so this what are we company, trying to add up to? Th- well, this company 
stole $38.5 billion. Okay. Because yes. the, and what's hilarious is that everyone's talking about this $8.5 billion they lost. And no one's talking about the fact that they clearly bought, by by paying off politicians, bought a $30 billion grant that God knows how that was dispersed out among the corrupt. Right. No one knows. No one knows no how one that knows was No one knows how allocated. that fucking money spent. That $30 yeah. billion. Dollars. pandemics doesn't have open books and uh, aren't oh, like, you know, easily audited. Oh, you'd think, wouldn't you? <laughs> like, well, gee. They're not like a 513C nonprofit And then or people wonder why, like, the, how these scams work. This is how these scams work. This is my, the first TikTok video that got my TikTok account off the ground that wasn't uh, until it got immediately stomped back into the ground as soon as I did a 9-11 video that was fucking sweet. But it was uh, about how global warming scams work because they used to do this with, and they still do, with green energy grants on a smaller scale than $38.5 but they would just like, it would always be right. some... Oh, it's the brother-in-law of the senator started a solar panel company that went under within a year and they got $3 billion in solar energy grants, green energy grants to save the environment. And then they went out of business and no one knows what happened to the money. Like Solyndra. Yeah. Yeah. All that shit. That's how that works. All these scams are the same way. That's why our... That's why we're watching this decay, the decay of our country. It's just uh, the was... fall of Rome. It's pilfering right. well, the last of the gold statues. It's it's chipping, it's chiseling away the last of the gems off the fucking gold statues in the palace of Rome. You know, like that's all this is. I was thinking, Aaron's just Aaron's just jelly that he's not on the receiving end of that scam. <sighs> I don't care about any of yeah, that. We all, all are. I want is <laughs> we're all hundred acres and some chickens. That's all I fucking want. I want nothing more than that. <laughs> so you you know no one's going to be investigated in this, and that Guardian Against Pandemic or uh, yeah Pandemic Organization's not going to get investigated nope. because Sam Bakeman Freed has been invited to by the New York Times on November thirtieth, twenty twenty two, an event, a New York Times event called the uh, the Deal Book Summit. And some of the speakers at the summit are uh, Janet Yellen, President Volodymyr Zelensky, Mark Zuckerberg, Mike Pence, Benjamin Netanyahu, Mike Pence, Van Jones, Larry Fink, CEO BlackRock. The guy, oh wow, the CEO BlackRock wants to speak where he He just lost, quote unquote, a bunch of money that he had invested in FTX. And he wants to speak on the same this, table as this guy. Gee, when, when did when, when did Bertie Madoff get arrested for his Ponzi oh, scheme? Be like ten years ago or something, right? Uh, that that recently? Okay, yeah, because like people were pointing out on Twitter, they're like, "I'm old enough to remember that." With like within the hour of anyone finding out that Bertie Madoff was using customer funds to meet financial obligations, like he was in handcuffs. And like hauled in front of Congress. Well, he basically. was grabbling the grabblers. Like he, the, well, and that's what the one thing you're not allowed the, to do. Right. These is, guys are grabbling the taxpayers like, for like, thirty billion. Uh, uh, Bert, his, his sentencing was two thousand nine. Bernie Madoff's fund okay. though, like the way that people looked at it at the time, it was like, Oh, it just keeps going up. It's like it's like a really good fund. 
I would compare it. At, oh, it was like a hundred times more complex. I would yeah. compare it to. It's actually very similar in the way that it moves to. Um, who's who's the guy? Uh, uh, shoot, I'm not going to think of the name now. Um, the guy that bought up like all the rental car companies. Um, <laughs> I don't know that don't fucking know scam what happened. I'm not up on uh, all the scams uh, okay. apparently. So, so on on top of all these other things. You have... Do you guys know who Kevin O'Leary is? Yeah, He's the guy yeah. on Shark Tank, oh, the yeah, bald yeah. guy. That guy is uh, a fucking... So he was I a, hate that guy. I hate everything about well, him. Aaron, Aaron, just wait until you watch this clip. Then you'll you'll be more uh, sympathetic towards this, this you know, good it's good entrepreneur. hilarious. Oh, it, oh, wait, because hold on. Can I guess? You... Can I guess? God damn. Can I please guess? <laughs> I swear to God, ahead. I haven't heard this clip at all. Just... <laughs> Can I guess? Aaron, guess. Is it guess, about, it's guess. about FTX, guess. right? <laughs> yeah. This is him the talking episode. about FTX? <laughs> it, it, not only uh, him talking about it, but he's endorsing it. He specifies clip. that he... Oh, let, let's just play the clip. Wait, Hold wait, on. wait. No, no, no. I want to guess. In, in... What are you doing? I, I want to guess what he's about to say. <laughs> because I hate this guy so much. <laughs> then guess. Okay. So, my guess is, because he's the baldest, greediest, fattest, Jewiest Jew of them all, that he is going to say, because people lost their money in crypto, that we need to regulate crypto. Not, Not even this clip. clip. You're close. But that clip does exist. No. I, I've, got something, okay. I've got something to say. Go ahead. After you play the clip. Okay, so this is Kevin, uh, yeah, Kevin O'Leary as he's talking at some conference. Managing the decisions on which projects to to invest in because I'm very fortunate. My deal flows are the same. I see everything, <laughs> and I have to disclose I'm a paid spokesperson to uh, to FTX and a shareholder there too because we mentioned them and big advocate for Sam because he has two parents that are compliance lawyers. If there's ever a place I could be that I'm not going to get in trouble. It's going to be at FTX. So <laughs> so this is the best intro because otherwise you would not fucking believe what I'm about to tell you. SBF's, both of his parents work for um, Stanford University, their law school, and they are both law professors for financial compliance. Right? Cool. In fact, is his, he, is he his or something? Never, like, mother. Never talked to his parents? <laughs> 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 Can I say like this is why I think compliance. This is all set up. He's going through phase. his rebellious phase. Yeah, you have to. You have to ask yeah, some, some questions. Kids, uh, some kids went trans. Some kids went emo. Uh, goth. This. This. They went, exactly he went non-compliance. Uh, financially <laughs> non-compliant. There we go. You have to ask some questions about uh, about the people that get into the area of compliance. What are they trying to do that like they need to know exactly the rules so much that they like they're trying to move with you hear the name Bagman Freed? Like <laughs> Well the college would tell you that they they just are so morally superior to you that they need to know how all the rules to being morally superior. What are the rails that I have to deal with when I'm trying to steal everybody's money? Yeah. I, I, think, Bob, I think Bob has some insight into uh, at least the mother, Barbara Freed, and her, her background as a compliance lawyer. Right, because not only is she a compliance lawyer and professor of com uh, compliance law or financial compliance law, uh, she's a philosopher on economics uh, in such 
riveting thesis is as uh, the limits of personal responsibility. A public conversation about personal responsibility has to acknowledge the limits of human rationality. Yeah, wait, wait. Was that the one where she talks about how like our decisions are made by biology and outside stimulus, so we can't be held responsible? Was that was that? Yeah. Okay, okay. Just making sure I got the, the articles right. Well, it, she's already set her defense up for her stunts in her autobiography, uh, saying the quiet part out loud. <laughs> Another one. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, no. I'll, I'll come another another quick, one, which real quickly. Uh, the, have, have you guys heard any of the theories that, um, or like commentary that uh, SBF and some of his associates were probably, uh, very clearly high or intoxicated on some sort of um uh, medication? Oh. Like they, they bunch of different stuff. Like they they also had like some on staff therapists who could just prescribe them whatever the shit they wanted. But like in addition, I, I forget what, oh, there was some other drug that they were supposedly on. But um, that like to, to they were on a bunch of the, uppers yeah, to go into the personal responsibility, biology, human psychology side of it. Like I, I think, uh, his mother would be very forgiving of her son's behavior. You know, be hilarious. Of hilarious course she would because scramble. she wrote. Hold on, hold on. She would because she wrote an article saying beyond blame, the uh, philosophy of personal responsibility has ruined criminal justice and economic policy. It's time to move past blame. <laughs> Written in 2013, she was she was getting way out ahead of this. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Aaron. You know, what would be a hilarious <laughs> turn is if they somehow figured out how to watch at the end of this. This is the grabbliest thing that's ever happened, but I can imagine this happening. We get to a point where they have a trial for this kid. And they end up arresting the team psychologist or a psychiatrist that was prescribing them drugs, saying that they would have not done any of this if it wasn't for the <laughs> drugs that they were prescribed. Dude, that's like the irresponsibly the of drugs. That, that is the affluenza of drugs. I love it. Yeah, yeah. This psychiatrist, we hired the wrong professional because. They without the without being drugged by this criminal maniac psychiatrist we had on staff, they would have never done something so irresponsible as to lose eight and a half billion dollars slash also get a grant for thirty billion that we'll never mention. I I can't wait to see I can't wait to see all the lawsuits that are for uh fractions of the amounts that Alex Jones is sued for. Yeah, yeah. Well, he already owes like what, like seven gorillion dollars? An unlimited amount of you. Uh, your new uh, amount that you owe is an unlimited amount of money. <laughs> yeah. It's just a star. For, for <laughs> it's up to three trillion for Alex. By the way, three trillion. Dude, it's hilarious. Exactly. They're like for pro and and isn't it his thing that he profited off of saying incorrect things about Sandy Hook? So they are right to take. A million times his profit. All right. Yeah, yeah. They got to take a million times his profit. We're gonna take your profit times a trillion, and <laughs> yeah. we're just gonna guess what your profit was using like really high, like exorbitant. Like, yeah, like how is it not based on what he made those like that year? You know what I mean? Not did like... you watch that trial? Because they, they had they had a guy come in and he was given estimations of what he thought that he made, and they were like beyond the pale. Like he's like. Oh yeah, he obviously made like six sixty fucking billion dollars off of that shit. It was like a fucking radio host. 
It was like it just asinine numbers. He's like, he, he had a huge audience. You know, it's like, okay, whatever, dude. Oh, my God. Uh, Bob, Bob, I have a question. For you. Do you think, well, firstly, do you think uh, Bankman Freed is ever actually going to trial for any of this? I, at this point, I have no idea. Yeah, but they're going to blame chance. the psychiatrist. Um, it, it, seems, it seems like no one's actually coming down on him for anything <laughs> right now. He's just kind of like, uh, it's coming out every day. There's there's a new story that like a new set of uh, $10 million has gone missing. And that uh, Bankman Freed is not responsible for anything. That's that seems to be the trend over the last week. Well, there there are certain things in this case that I I just don't see him getting around, and like it it's just so blatantly corrupt. I don't think they can't like they can't get away with like not prosecuting the guy. So one of those examples is that uh, Bankman stole three hundred million out of the four hundred twenty million dollar FTX raised from investors last year in October. What, what do you mean stole? So that for the month of October, like, like just like go out and spend it on personal like, expenses. Well, he he paid it to Alameda. Because Alameda oh, was folding, okay. basically. Okay. Yeah, I, you're you're not gonna and, like and this. And so that that's what started the collapse. You're not gonna like this, but they're gonna get away with it. Like they're not they're not gonna get criminally charged. Probably. Ever. Yeah. No. Of yeah. course not. They paid the people that would criminally charge them. Yeah, so no, the, like the the lawsuits right now are against the uh, celebrity spokespeople, like the 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 Tom Brady's and the the whoever. Yeah. There, there are some other celebrities, yeah, like the, the people who were. Um, actually endorsing the product are currently the ones taking all of the blame for people losing their money. So there was, there was a point made like several times thus far as we've been recording, like in jest about it being like a way to like, because what they need to do now is just regulate crypto and like crack down on crypto. Oh, so that's, that's not a joke. That's and, a and, and uh, yeah, that's the joke. But like, my whole thing is that I really think that what this is, is like they're they're really and this has happened multiple times. It's happened with Voyager, Celsius. Like there's been a lot of different companies that have came into the fold in the last few years and just fucking destroyed everybody's money and just been fast and loose with it. And um, you know the generous explanation, like like the uh, the Josh explanation, is what I will say. Is like the one where. Um, you can say like, oh yeah, they look at it as as, as a uh, um, a risky investment, so they're like they'll play fast and loose with the rules on those type of investments, right? That's how it gets explained away. But what I think what it really is is like they're trying to like the thing is blockchain technology is perfect. It it's something that like as far as moving a unit of money a one and a zero from A to B, it's a hundred percent auditable. Everybody has a fucking copy of it. And it really just the system of the banks, the Federal Reserve in like fractional reserve systems, it really just throws it into a world of shit. And it's like the end of it. And so the thing is, what they're trying to do is crack down on that. They're trying to eliminate it. And what they're trying to do is make it look really scary and risky and insane. And they don't want there's a whole bunch of people in middle America that they don't want to find out about blockchain. A hundred percent. I think that's, that's part like, of it. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't a joke bringing up the the whole the regulate crypto thing. Like they're, the senator is talking about it right now, with, specifically with no, the FDX. But that's the plan. That's the behind Dude, the scenes. This plan. is how. Yeah. This is how. It's not even that even behind the scenes because like, this is so funny because like the thing that the news is talking about is this eight and a half billion this kid lost, and then they're also trying to get the regulate crypto message out there again. This is how they do it. They do a mass. They pretend there's a mass shooting. Oh, mentally ill white kid. What will you do, sir? Shoot a politician? 
No. Shoot <laughs> random people? Yes. I'll do that. Like, they do these fake shootings to grab the guns. So they do these set up, steal all of the money crypto things to, to start the regulate crypto, you know, scam. And then the net, the uh, the funniest part to me is on the back end of it. We're talking about this eight and a half billion. The fucking guy lost. They gave thirty billion of taxpayer dollars to the same people. Yeah, and, and they'll do that. They'll do that all day. Because the thing is, like, they'll it, talk about the eight and a half billion. It'll be the main story for the next two months. When we get to the world, it's when, a pittance compared to what they we just gave them of taxpayer dollars. If the world that we lived in right now <laughs> was that your great grandmother knew how to use crypto, they'd be done. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Fractional reserve banking is done at that point. It's yeah. it's just done. Yeah. Yeah. So, Bob, where does the story go from here? All right. So, um, I just got a couple little different little factoids here. Apparently, FTX took out a PPP loan <laughs> uh, for his struggling business during the pandemic as well. Very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, for FTX? A- after everything was... Yes. Oh god. Yeah. Small business FTX. In the middle of the crypto boom. Yeah, great. Yeah. So a small business that has to op- that like yeah. you know, has to have in people service based operations uh, so they couldn't function When they the when they were literally when they were literally making billions of dollars cuz we were in a crypto boom. So what were some of the the clips you had here, Josh? So yeah, I want to talk about another just the uh we we talk about you know the taxpayer dollars and the the, the money from investors and like people who actually had money in exchange and whatnot. Um, there's, but there's, there's actually somehow still yet another source of money, uh, source that FTX got a bunch of funds from, uh, roll the Robert Maxwell <sighs> fortune clip. Another set of questions, which is still, I think needs to be addressed, which is in 1991, Robert Maxwell, he was connected through Mossad, dies in bizarre circumstances. The looted fortune goes missing and Epstein signs a bizarre POA over to the Ohio billionaire's estate. In 1991, and the fortune resurfaces in his hand. And, of course, the daughter of Robert Maxwell is who? Elaine Maxwell. 2019, Epstein dies in bizarre circumstances just as fortune reappears within SBF's FTX. Hmm. What? (laughs) (laughs) The Robert Maxwell fortune has been found. Holy shit. FTX was was born out of fucking Epstein, the Epstein fortune. (laughs) Yeah. Are you fucking so. kidding oh, me? Shit. <laughs> how did? How did? Wait, wait. What's the proof? This is not 100% verified yet, but there there is a money trail to uh, to suggest that it's true. Holy shit! Well, because like it's it's so easy to dump fortunes now through cryptocurrency. Why wouldn't they do that? Okay. I can't believe okay. the FTX. <laughs> no, there's there's a. We have. I have to have an update next You're week. You're right, Aaron. It's probably just probably just a coincidence. No, I have to have an update right because, dude, our last episode was about Epstein's money and this fucking uh, that the uh, the ranch there, whatever oh, the fuck was it was like called, and the fake lottery. Or something like that was still. It was clearly a, uh, the most rigged lottery of all time. Was it when just he won went the lottery twice in a row? <laughs> no. Okay. Sorry, I don't, I, you know, 
Maybe it's because I'm drunk. I'm gonna re. I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna give you the really quick version word now. In Oklahoma, there was a thirty million dollar lottery. Actually, thirty million was after taxes, so it was something like an eighty million dollar lottery. Uh, the the lottery, uh, the TV broke, so they couldn't air it. So it was done in front of an audit. We promise. Won by Zorro, the Zorro Trust, which just happened to be a trust that Epstein used to buy a thirty million dollar ranch, and. It was the day after he was sentenced the first time. He got $30 million from a lottery in Oklahoma when the TVs all broke. Or the, like the... Wait, did this happen to be... Why Oklahoma? Is it on the res or something? Who knows why Oklahoma? I don't... Their TVs are very spotty over there. I don't know. The reason I, I, I thought it may be on the res because they have a lot of exceptions to like federal laws and shit. Yeah, no, I, but yeah, that was their, that was the thing. And now apparently went to FTX. Yeah, federal laws get in Epstein's way. Like, these people just steal your money. Like, this is a, a, another $40 billion, let alone how much have we given to fucking Zelensky? <laughs> like, dude, it's, it's getting ridiculous. We're, what, we're, that- we're talking about two scams. You can talk about Ukraine and this, and you're talking about $100 billion. That's like, I don't know just under a percent of our gdp what's the details on that though because and that's two scams they run scams all day what's the details on that though Be- no, because like I- i'm not trying to defend epstein but like if it was just like a tax scheme to just like not pay taxes like that's kind of base actually <laughs> like <laughs> or it was a payment for not you know, you know what I'm saying though. If I faked the lottery to not to pay taxes, that's fucking awesome. No, <laughs> they faked the lottery to pay him off for but, not yeah. turning in Give his payout. client list. Yeah. To have no, okay. to have no connection to it whatsoever. That's the perfect way to pay someone out. Rig a lottery. Sure. Oh, you're about to get sentenced to go to jail. Uh, hey, just say yeah, I'm the bad guy. We'll never make you actually go to jail. You can still work out of your office, and uh, we'll just say you're sentenced, and you don't tell them shit. Here's thirty million dollars after taxes. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Where did the money come from? The lottery. The lottery, like yeah. the state lottery. In it Oklahoma? was the state lottery. Yeah, the state they lottery. just rigged okay. the state lottery, like one hundred percent. Okay. Here's here's the coincidence, people. What are the chances, guys? What are the odds? I want everybody's opinion on this. What are the odds that Jeffrey Epstein, of all the fucking people in the world, won the lottery legitimately? 100%. You know, 833-666-0111. Okay, call under your your bets, your estimates. Like, that guy, didn't happen. That's not guy, real. The guy that also sex traffics children <laughs> yeah. also won the lottery. Avid lottery player <laughs> and luckiest man alive. He's he's just he's just living life a bit more than the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're we're just risk averse. That's all it is. Uh, he's... <laughs> <laughs> um so I, I want to talk about one more thing with FTX. Uh so not only did uh so there they did not only have the one pandemic investment with his brother's brother's organization, the uh, guarding against pandemics, whatever, whatever made up. Oh God, again. there's another um, one. They, there is, or they, they funded another, uh, actually very, very key organization. You, you've probably actually heard of or seen some of their work. 
Um, global citizen, the, uh, global citizen trial clip. No, nah, cl- cl- you, you might not have actually heard with the name, but you've you've seen their work. Evo controlled, uh, 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 COVID nineteen trial and has so far evaluated eleven different treatments for COVID nineteen. On May sixteenth, the Together trial receives the award and announces more than eighteen million dollars in funding and purchase commitments. Who runs this bullshit? Foundation. Well, first off, I understand what eighteen million in funding is. <laughs> How do you, what's a purchase commitment from a trial? Okay, uh, yeah, just a slight tangent. Uh, I want to know, what do you guys think a purchase commitment is for a uh, drug trial? Uh, that's, this isn't the drug manufacturer. These are people who are just running trials. Okay, you know what You know what that honestly sounds like? Uh, but yeah, purchase commitment. It sounds like the government is putting up money being like, we'll promise we'll, we'll buy these given but, but that the trial the, goes this, well. This isn't the pharmaceutical company running the trial. It's just like... Some random group of researchers running the it's, trial. It, it's not. It's we're. I swear to God, guys, this is. We are witnessing in real time because of global communication the fall of Rome. We are watching. They're promising eighteen million dollars in purchase commitments for a product that will never exist, and it's just to launder money. It's another launder so, money laundering scam well, me, right out in the open. It, but it says for pandemic so that they can have at least a re they say that we oh we funded research for the pandemic so that you all don't uh have random heart attacks like that's all they that's all they do that's what they do and then they just steal your money it's all taxpayer money all right, let me- let me let me explain what what they they actually do to give it like a bit more context for what's going on here. So so the together trial was a group of researchers who um they were the ones who went back and tested current drugs to see if they would be effective treatments against uh, the coronavirus. So they're the ones who did the hydroxychloroquine trial and the ivermectin trial and immediately said that they were useless as treatments. And they they have a bunch of other lists there. And the only one they came up to any conclusion what? with was flavoxamine, which they said was uh, somewhat effective as a treatment for COVID nineteen. But otherwise, they, they, this is the group of people contradictory to all of the trials. other studies. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the, <laughs> this is the definitive trial uh, with their eighteen million dollars that they went and did to say that uh, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and a bunch of these other drugs were completely useless uh, against Who COVID-19. makes flavectorman or whatever the fuck the... I, I, don't, I don't know who makes Ignore, ignore uh, the 100 that's, other that's, studies. This is the good one. I don't one. care. Okay. This, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this one yes, right here is, exactly. is the good this one. This one that was funded by a fat Jew who stole <laughs> $8.5 billion and was... And then stole another thirty billion in a little more off, you know, in a more cons- in- inconspicuous way. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is the study funded by him. That that's the real ones. I'm also wondering, like, just I, forget about it. So I don't have a, I don't have a sense of of scale for this sort of thing. But um, for a lot of these drugs that are mostly generic at this point. Um, and a, a trial of 8,000 people, uh, how far does $18 million get you? Is that, are they, they running a lean operation here or is that just an insane amount of money for the work they're supposedly doing? Dude, honestly, that's a fucking uh, well, crazy cause, amount of money. You know, it probably costs like a million dollars to pump out like a fake paper or like a couple of fake papers on all these no. things. Fake paper and then they right just now for five bucks. Rest. 
You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, I, I mean, if... Soliciting at the high you know, school. Dude, if you can secure a $500,000 grant, you can be a professor for the next seven years <laughs> at a fucking any university. Like, $18 million for funding, securing that... <laughs> That's, is a fucking okay. that's what i thought big fucking deal yeah you're gonna be you have a career for life if you're the guy that can do that and you'll be the most important person on campus they published like three or four papers um and they they quit half the trials halfway through uh study most of them was like study status uh stopped early for futility findings published um so they they like they didn't even complete half the trials. They published just a few papers, and they came up with practically nothing. And eight thousand people for the scale of what was happening at the time isn't actually a lot. So yeah, okay, just just wanted to kind of get a little bit of sanity check that eighteen million is indeed an insane amount of money for what they were <coughs> faking at the time. Yeah, they did eighteen million dollars to That's... do like the most bare bones study, quote unquote, that you could do, and it came out with the uh corporate correct answer like it they did they did the amount of work that a one hundred thousand dollar grant would would require but they did it for 18 million i would like to to branch away just a little bit from like the scams and all the money and all that stuff and like okay. laser focusing on how fucking weird these people are again real quick uh sbf and his, and his girlfriend caroline which so apparently they were in, talking about um, Okay, shout out to Kanye. Yeah. This was poetic. This was poetic in like the the time frame and the comedic timing with like Kanye getting blasted and then this happening. <laughs> A guy with the last name Bankman. Anyway, so they were in uh they were polyamorous this couple. <laughs> SPF and and his girlfriend that each other's these... ugly and they're together for the, the money like right. And these two are horrifying looking people. Like they're terrifying. So polyamorous. Uh, I, I have this... Wow, I didn't know that there was any Jewish polyamorous so wait, people. He was a multi billionaire with an ugly girlfriend and she also was fucking other people. <laughs> well it's, Ooh, a, yeah. it's, it's something like a Clinton or Jelaine Maxwell situation. Like they're business partners. If I had multi-billion dollars, I would have, like, ten wives that would have their heads chopped off if they ever cheated on me. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? So, ho- hold on. <laughs> People dug up Caroline's old Tumblr post about being oh, polyamorous. Right. Base. Is it, is it, is it, hold on. Uh, is it just is an extrapolation of that? Be furry. Is it just an extrapolation of that, or is it, like, confirmed that they were doing that now? What do you mean? No, it's confirmed. He's asking that, if that her they porn publicly tapes talked have been about released this. that aren't with. Uh, uh, so no, no. We'll, is we'll she get still to that. polyamorous, there is or is this tape. just like a Tumblr post she did a bunch a bunch of years ago? You know, uh, I think it's pretty recently. Okay. Um, but anyway, so let me read it to you. When I first started my foray into poly, I thought I thought of it as a radical break from my trad past. But to be honest. I've come close, uh, come to decide the only acceptable style of Polly is best characterized as something like Imperial Chinese harem. What? <laughs> now, Go on. <laughs> none of this, none of this is non-hierarchical bullshit. Uh, everyone should have a ranking of their partners. People should know where they fall on that ranking, and there should be a vicious power struggle for the higher ranks. <laughs> this is. 
the ugliest woman I've ever Can seen. Can you imagine if you were a multi-billionaire oh having to convince this bitch that looks like the fucking the the Tootsie Pop owl? <laughs> I can you have to fight for your spot. I get how how much you guys want to bet that he wasn't number one on her list, even though he's worth multi. He like just stole thirty eight billion dollars. It's like the skinny kid from Superbad is like number one. Like it's just some fucking like some homeless guy named Tyrone that just happens to be number one. Uh, so there also there there is someone on twitter that is threatening to release a sex tape of them and i think there was a screenshot uh uh, that was sneak peeked (laughs) of caroline and it it was it was censored the only one i've seen is censored thank god i Um, don't but the video people are still threatening to to leak it it's not leaked yet it's supposed to leak today and I don't. Out, I, I don't want a sex tape of You're them. Welcome. I want a sex tape of her and anyone else, and her just saying, "You're number one. You're number one." Jordan Sellers. Yeah. All right. So Sam also became famous, by the way, for sitting in investor meetings. Uh, playing League of Legends and seemed very uninterested in answering questions Based. at the is time. He, of, is he like a me. top laner or is he ADC? What, what's he? Uh, he I bet he's he, like, a well, yeah, what, you, you said he found his account in his rank. Like, is he actually <laughs> any good? Uh, according to an investigation by the Financial Times, he was apparently terrible at Riot Games MOBA, playing over 1,000 matches <laughs> without hitting platinum. In fact, oh my God. He, do- he doesn't appear to have ever left Bronze Tier 2 in what? League of Legends. What? She's literally <laughs> retarded. You have to be actually retarded to not leave Bronze. Dude, you're, you're pretty autistic for knowing what that is. Uh, hold on, guys. Word nut. I'm gonna let you know how autistic well, I am. the most played game for like, I happen to have autistically wasted way too many years of my life on League of Legends, <laughs> and I was a yeah, diamond same. player. By the yeah, way, yeah. so way better than him. Like, word nut. I'm not kidding. If I the, taught the you t- how to play this game like in two weeks, in two weeks you would be out of bronze. It, okay. it bronze oh, yeah. is yeah. window licking <laughs> retarded. A normal person is in silver. Is. Yeah. What that tells me is that he was just doing it as a flex, and he doesn't actually play it. How he was just flexing on them by no, pretending he, he plays he played it. a thousand games, a thousand games, and he didn't get out of it. I I would get he he got caught. His LOL GG, you know how, uh, Aaron, you know that website? Yes. You can check someone's account on, like, a website and yeah, see check when, all like, my the last games the they played. I know exactly lost what you're talking about. E- exactly. I'm he, ashamed to admit After it. the collapse, he flew to the Bahamas. He flew to the Bahamas and started playing League of Legends games. Like In the Bahamas? <laughs> like, in the midst of... Uh, no, in the collapse. In the collapse of FTX. God damn it! Was, 38 he, billion he, is so noticed. wasted on this fucking retard. They gave $38 billion to a bronze two or bronze three player. Wow. (laughs) Oh, he's so fucking retarded. Andrew Tate was right, dude. No matter how much money you have, you're still a fucking nerd. 
You're so fucking nerd that can't get any uh, girls. Yeah. That's why he's dating the fucking Who Owl from the goddamn Tootsie Pop commercials. It's <laughs> insane. Guys, so uh, to put this in perspective, uh, AOC is a higher rank than him. <laughs> Hell yeah. Literally, wait, literally? <laughs> <the> girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She probably played like five matches. She too. even roasted him on Twitter. <laughs> she roasted him on Twitter Queen. about being bronze three. <laughs> God, Bob, stop making... Don't make me like AOC right now. Stop. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Big booty Latinas! Um, big, booty, big booty Latinas! Silver represent! So, yeah. So, to wrap it up, I have a video that I want to close the episode down with at the very end of the show. Uh, but I also want to say, because like, there's a lot of videos out there for his um, fundraising and campaigning and um, and marketing and stuff like that. Apparently, um, Tom Brady, his ex-wife, Larry David, and uh, Steph Curry are all being uh, uh, sued in a class action lawsuit against their advertising. Yep, for the and an endorser or whatever. How would they know that they were promoting a punt? Yeah, they weren't part. Like as much as I hate celebrities, I love dunking on them. Like. How would they know that it's they, a... they don't? I mean, that's the point. Yeah. Is like, did they, did they not read the he disclaimer? Them, like... He paid them because he knew they were going to take the fall because he's untouchable now because he's in the fucking Bahamas and he's like, you know, this uh, protective guy. Like, you know, and so like people are going to want a target. And yeah. Like, I hate Tom Brady. Well, obviously he doesn't have the $38.3 billion. You think like, it's a coincidence they took Tom Brady like the most hated guy in sports? It doesn't even matter with that. That's just them blowing their money. They didn't give a fuck because it's... billion in either funds from investors or taxpayer dollars that they just stole and spread everywhere. But they're going to say that fucking Larry David. That's why I made the joke like the psychiatrist is going to go to life in prison. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, did, did when they did the endorsement, did they forget to read the little disclaimer that uh, FTX is, is an investing platform and uh, it entails risk, so some performance not guaranteed, something, something? Like, by the, by the did, way, did can, I, can I say, say this? That? Can I say this? Like, FTX, like, you know, I, I don't, like, typically buy on exchanges, but the thing is, like, I've, I've compared them to, like, other, like, there was a time where I was trying to buy, like, wrapped Bitcoin, for example, and FTX was, like, they were just, like, 10 20 percent higher than everybody else it's like it, it didn't even seem to me like a real exchange it was like surprising that it was like as big as it was i mean it was floated by 30 billion dollars in taxpayer dollars like this is why you can't let the government spend a dollar on anything yeah. remember how we talked about the fucking dust bowl and how what a gigantic scam it was and how they got they basically bankrupted every homesteader in the entire Midwest by allowing the government to just subsidize these huge corporate farms. Allowing the government to just give money out just makes these scams happen. And the fact that people don't like here's where this is why I keep shouting for us to like be on Boog's Reel and just have our own chickens and have our own food supply because it's fucking going down. People don't care. They think the government's supposed to be the ones funding everything. And as soon as you let them, the scams are so outrageous that money doesn't even mean anything anymore. Like, you can't even rely on currency as an actual thing because they can just print 
fucking 30 billion of it and give it to the fattest, jewiest bronze two in the fucking that's, universe. That's the trick, though, right? That's the trick. It's like get everybody to buy into the system. They don't. Exactly. The fact that we can get everybody to think that the government is sure is the is the way to spend the money is insane. You have to be mentally insane. But the problem is when you get the populace to that point where you can scam them that hard and they don't care anymore. At, at that point, they're so stupid that everyone starves to death. And we're right at the brink of that. I think that part of the scam is like so, it, it's it's adjacent to something that's like good and wholesome and correct. You know what I mean? Like, yes. So like when it that's comes to- why we have the woke culture is because the words are nice. Like the way that yeah. we talk to each other, like the fact that I say that, like, you're all like retarded faggots that doesn't resonate with people. So like the just the do the most evil thing in the world, but say it in the nicest way possible is the fucking spell. That's the illusion. I'm not I, I'm not even happy trans awareness week and remember Sunday is trans remembrance day for all the people <laughs> who uh, were, were um, I'm not even <laughs> killed in, in hate crimes against trans people. Yes. I'm not even talking about remember that. Remember the 43%. <laughs> I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking all about hate like crimes. even stuff like like benefits uh, your uh, your job and stuff like that. It's a way to like get you away from like having your own business that competes. You know, it's like it's giving you enough cushion to give you a comfortable life that's like my, how do, how in, do my we prevent you? in my opinion that's what the five day work week is the five day work week is because you need two days to recover you need one day to like get your shit done that you yeah. need to do then one day to rest if you had a third day to take off you'd start your own business and they knew that so they had to take that away from you they had to make it a five day work week but even that, hey, Aaron, Aaron Wardna, I have, I have, a, I have a quick question about um the the whole scam of FTX. Do either of you know anyone who had any money in the exchange? I'm too much of a boomer. I'm, I I'm positive don't. No, that I know yeah. like probably a lot of people that did, but I'm not gonna. I don't. I'm not gonna name them specifically. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, don't have to name them. Just like I, I'm just trying to pull like cause I, right. I don't know anyone who had money any money in it, and it seems like. Like uh, that, that's something I, I'm I not going to name them specifically too. like we know Bob down <laughs> yeah, at the, at the crypto club. He had well, FTX I'll money. Say, I'll just say this. Like I'm involved in several different crypto communities and like some of the ones that I was involved with said that they had like as much as um, I'm trying to remember the numbers. It was like something like several millions of dollars between in FTX. Yeah. Oh, what? okay. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit! So th- that's 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 where it came. Oh, that's, that's where the money brutal. came from, dude. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I don't think we have to do science discovers. I have one if you really want to. It's up to you. You know can what? I, can I do like the PSA though with regards to like the exchanges and stuff? Not your keys. Not your crypto. Like. Keep, yeah, make sure the thing about crypto is it's all about making sure that you have control of your own money. Don't if you're going to use an exchange to buy your tokens, don't keep them on the exchange. Put them in your own fucking wallet. Right. Buy, a, them buy to a, a hardware ledger. device, a ledger nano or a Trezor yeah. and like put your shit on that. Do not ever keep your shit on an exchange. Do not keep your shit in the hands of a fat Jew in the Bahamas who's only a brown steel. Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. That's who is actually retarded. You can't even, this is you the, can't this even is have an fact. ugly girlfriend not fuck other people publicly. <laughs> Look, when you keep your money on the exchange, when you trust these people with, with your money, you're trusting a fat, sweaty Jewish man... <laughs> That is not even number one in his relationship. Yeah. He's got $30 billion. Whose who's girlfriend has her own hierarchy, <laughs> let alone, like, can you imagine being a billionaire that's girlfriend has her own hierarchy? What and the she, fuck? And she's, like, objectively, like, yeah. a, like uh, a two out of ten. Like, <laughs> I'll say she's a three because she's not fat, at least. Okay, but, okay. yeah, she's, she's, she's got a three. And that's generous. That's, that's being... Very generous. Aaron, you're, you're, yeah, you're Aaron's drunk, yeah. drunk, so I'd fuck her, but only because from. to flex on that brown <laughs> okay. too. She's a solid Jordan Six, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fucking. I want to hear. I want to hear a scientist <laughs> discover. I don't care how long this goes. Let's let's hear one. You need to know what science discovered. You need to know today. Whether it's face or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay. Ancient bacteria could persist oh, beneath Mars' surface. Radiation-tolerant microbes might survive there for hundreds of millions no, of how years. Many, how many fucking Aaron, mites? How many mites and study. probablys and could bees? Hold on. Do you need oh, to I, think fucking... you, I think you caught on. Have you guys talked you caught about caught on immediately, Aaron? Have you guys talked about Artemis yet? Not yet, but hold on. Uh, no, but I, 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 I did just, watch it. That's what's at the this, point. This title reads to Aaron, me I'm gonna, like I'm gonna count them. This this title reads <laughs> Wait, to me uh, ancient bacteria could persist beneath the Narnian surface for potentially millennia. Like, what the fuck's the <laughs> I mean, difference? That's, that's what the study also does <laughs> prove. Gorilla in years. I, uh, uh, so so there's yeah, might be, may yet. Uh, trying to go through like <laughs> Might might survive. Um, Aaron's penis you know, might, might, might possibly <laughs> reach anywhere between two and nineteen inches in length. Possibly, maybe. <laughs> what are you talking? Yeah, might remain could, could persist even possibly. Ooh, that's the same sentence. Could persist and even possibly. Um, there, there's an uh, even, even if when you, uh, when you guys... might be able may remain. I think that's like nine or something. When you guys do an episode on, uh, is that did you sorry, go yeah, through the a article? Very short article. When you guys do an episode okay, on yeah. Artemis, let me go know because goddamn, when I was watching that shit, I almost pissed myself laughing. They all look the same. <laughs> They're all that stupid. I, I I've been telling you all for fucking years. It's all fake. No, no. All the space shit is fake. I promise you, it all—it's all fake. It's, it's all an, stupid. It's an entire space mission of like, of like fat black women wearing—they're wearing masks in their spacesuits. Yeah, of course it is, cause it's not real. It's a bull. It's all bullshit. And, and they're not. like this. This diverse group of fat black women are gonna live on the south pole of the moon. <laughs> So that we can prepare for Mars, <laughs> guys. I, I, I just want to say, I am glad I opened your eyes to how fucking gay and fake space is, because, goddamn, is it the fucking <laughs> fakest, gayest? It's faker and gayer than fucking 
SBG or whatever the fuck that retired fat bronze two's name is ever having a sex life. It's faker and gayer than that. Now, now, Bob, Bob, let us know what's going on with these Martian bacteria. <laughs> well, they could potentially maybe uh, be real. Well, they they basically he's he, he's you know he's checked out now. It's like once you said Martian bacteria, he's like. I'm done. I'm just gonna chug this fucking beer. I know what bed. the article is. <laughs> you asked for the, you asked for the science. You asked. No, I know. No, I did no, ask no, for it. Let's is, hear it. Let's hear it. Where, where hear... is this title coming from? Where is this conclusion? This theory coming from? Hit me with that science. It, it's it's a bit of a stretch in my opinion because they they did some tests here on Earth and they're like, well, we're gonna cut these bacteria open, irradiate them, and then oh, some of these are still viable. We predict they can be viable. Wait a for second. Hundreds they're, of thousands they're saying of years. they have and them in, in their possession. Eighty million they, years. They, they, they say they no, 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 no. They, they, these are not Martian bacteria. They they did regular bacteria, Earth bacteria, and they put them under Martian conditions and uh, such as very cold. For they froze them and they irradiated them. Um, and they and they suggested that under these circumstances, which could potentially be found on Mars because we definitely know, uh, <laughs> extrapolated out over the course of hundreds of millions of years because we did this test over the course of months, um, that the bacteria definitely have the potential to be able to survive on Mars. Is that a good summary, Bob? God damn it. That is exactly it. They just like extrapolated to the point where it's like, well, if these bacteria could survive here in these conditions in our lab, then obviously if they existed in Mars, they could be under the tectonic plates and be underground and then could be surviving. There's or- uh, organisms on like that, that are alive on, on Mars. That's yeah, all they're con- saying. So it's it's a big, uh, big could if well, maybe okay. possibly That's situation. That's missing something very important here because like we've talked about uh, the space viruses coming from asteroids before and the dangers that those pose. Why are we, um, you know, throwing out there the very real knowledge that there are bacteria fostering under the Martian core, the Martian crust, uh, and well, potentially, possibly, that that maybe kill all of us. Potentially, possibly, maybe, Josh. You know, well, if the more times you say potentially, possibly, maybe, maybe could result in, um, like it just compounds, it becomes more and more likely, right? They potentially, possibly could <laughs> that's, that's be. How, that's how probability Mars works. Mars dragons, eventually. Was, was, what was the connection? Did I miss that? The connection to actually believing that there would be this uh, a type of because bacteria they pretended that they put conditions. bacteria in those I, conditions what? here and they survived. Yeah, I think that's it. I don't think they had. It's not like they observed something that suggested that there could have been bacteria there, or that there was rather. So right, so they're fucking children with a in a fucking creative writing course, guys. Right now. That's what's yes. happening. I know this is okay. So like, this ooh. is the end of the episode. I don't know how much here. money this experiment got. We're <laughs> probably fucking thirty billion dollars. <laughs> thirty billion in uh, you know ending ending uh, Mars stereotypes of bacteria. Grant money. Oh, actually, wait. Yeah, to, to better protect Earth and its biosphere from potential extraterrestrial sources of contamination, uh, as set forth in the Outer Space Treaty of 1967, international efforts to develop planetary production measure, blah, 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 protection measure. So they actually, that that is supposedly the purpose of this experiment. Uh, when it's you not exchange an $30 billion in taxpayer money for yeah. the fuels. So now that we have, we have word in it here. Nice. Are the deal, baby. Werdna. How many? How how much? Compared to like 
let's say two years ago when OK Homo started, how much did you believe in space? And now how much do you believe in it now? Uh, okay. I didn't really watch a lot of space shit. Okay. Before that. But you assumed it was real. No, but I, I definitely think that it's less real now because... because <laughs> base. Because when I watched the Artemis shit, when I watched the Artemis shit, I was like, what are they trying to pull? It's like a bunch of like fat black women like working a camp on the South fat Pole. Fat black moon. scientists. Scientists, and then and then they've got, got black a, gay scientists. and then and then the mission control in in, uh, in in the office is like also led by the entire team is led by a woman who like looks like a retarded middling fucking woman <laughs> with six kids like in her forties like oh my god and then everyone clapped when the when the rocket allegedly launched and she couldn't figure out how to work the microphone. But she, but she but somehow put NASA them all scientist. in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She figured out how to put them she in space. She fiddled around with the microphone until a man came over and set it up for her. I'm telling Dude. you, go back and watch the video. This happened. It's like, it, it's insane, right? I was watching that and I was like, there, okay, I was like, okay, there's no way that this is real. This, of course. This cannot be real. All right, yeah. all right, all right. We can we can save that for an art uh, a rocket launch. Bob, Josh, um, are, how how, co- was the how convinced are you guys? But, how convinced are you on. guys that we're gonna make it to the moon in 2025? Standing here today, yeah, oh, definitely not. Josh, 100. percent Where Josh, like, can I go over 100? They're sending a rocket yeah. to the moon right now. You don't believe that it's real, Bob? No, no, no well. I don't Wait, believe they're going to make it by do you 2025. Think, do you think the Artemis 1 is flying? Actually, this is the perfect question. I want to end this on this. Do you, Bob and Josh, do you two believe that the Artemis 1 is going to make it to the moon? Do you think that shit is yeah, really flying to the moon right now? This is. Th- I, I don't. I don't know that it's going to land. No, I, I have no idea. Matter. I don't follow it back on Earth very well. Do you I think didn't, I, I didn't the United watch States it. currently has a rocket heading to the moon? Yes or no? <laughs> there you go. Yes, it arrives Monday, and it's very exciting. No, yeah, uh, of no. course you don't think that. No. <laughs> Once Josh gave a date, he's like, "Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to happen." I, I, on I think it arrives Monday. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. on. Josh, <laughs> Josh thinks it's real. Bob, it's not. Yeah, I know. Bob is totally fucking on my side on the moon, but he doesn't quite want to give me the credit. So he'll he tries to be a dick about it the whole time. No, it's he doesn't believe any wow, of you it. You just outed Bob. No, there. I know NASA's a scam. Bob looks like such a fool right okay. now. I know NASA's a scam. I, I know Hollywood's over there making videos about fucking a dumb yeah, like CGI he's seen too like, many rocket dumb going NASA around the moon. Videos. He like, knows Look how cool this scam. is. No, I thought I thought NASA was yeah. a scam before before I even met you. Right. Well, that's probably true. But Bob now, Bob, I don't think thought about it and just figured <laughs> they had real scientists there. Yeah. But now he realizes that they're all scam artists. But he also hates, hates, loathes giving me any credit for anything, <laughs> which I get. No, I get that. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I give you credit all the time. <laughs> so he has to like, he like kind of grimaces when he's like, no, yeah, they're not really going there. <laughs> like he feels like he's betraying engineers. Anyway. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this fucking <laughs> no. uh, weird, weird episode. It's not oh, over. Stop, thing. Aaron. Jesus Bob, Christ, we Bob still have. Oh, I'm we sorry. have I voicemails. Have not been to your computer. I haven't gotten any emails. <laughs> I've been crossed. working twelve hours a day Let's for the last week in Louisiana. Voicemail.
Let's get a Jordan voice. I, you know, I understand. Fingers crossed. I understand. <laughs> We're going to start out with okay, a little bit of Bobby. Hey, what are your guys' thoughts of Teflon, and why is it going to kill us all? <laughs> Don't call me back. <laughs> I've I never thought back, about Bobby, calling him back and, until uh, this moment. He, I think he has tricked me into calling him. Bobby, right. <laughs> Bobby, I talked to you earlier this week te- about te- this. Teflon's Teflon the non-stick. Is the, it's a PFAS. It's one of those microplastics, and it's going to make your dick small. It's it's prov- it's it's a thing, okay? The joke's on you. We it's already small. Yeah, doesn't it just, like, chip off slowly and you eat it? Right. It's like Is that the problem? Well, no, no. The and, problem is it's a... And then your testosterone I think, I think fucking plummets, yes. The term for it. it's, it's one of those uh, estrogen-like substances that fucks up your hormones and gives you a small dick. That's, uh, honestly... makes you sterile and whatnot. To be fair, if you aren't... Ca- yeah, if you aren't cooking cast on iron. cast iron pans, you already have a oh, small yeah, cast, penis. I cook almost everything on <laughs> cast iron. Or stainless yeah. steel. Yeah. Based. All right. We're all yeah. in your agreement. And, cast iron is the way to go. Uh, and then we have... W- we have one more from our new favorite voicemailer. What, what was his name? Yeah, again? I don't know. Do this guy fucking blew my mind. He, he came out of Cashew nowhere. Cashew Honey, man. Cashew Honey. Yeah, Cashew Honey. Cashew Honey. Honey. Cashew right. Honey. <laughs> Did this guy find you on TikTok or what? I have no okay. idea what this guy got, is. Based. I love this guy already. We got this yeah, voicemail last week, but we wanted to save it because it was so good. So here we go. <laughs> I it's uh, me again. Me again. I couldn't help but notice, as I dialed this number, I see in the middle of the screen, 666. Followed by that, I see 911. Now, what does that mean? This man, he shares his opinion quite often, we shall say, has a phone number that says 666-911. And all of a sudden, I look up to the TV screen, and I see it. A scoreboard from 1974, and it said 4444. What is this age coming to? Where is the human race going? Sounds like some gematry. He figured it out. I've never heard of 4444. Do you guys even know what that one is? I don't know who I that guy is, no but I love him. Also, how did he miss the 33 at the beginning? We fucking highlight it every week. Right. Cashew Honey. <laughs> I, I don't know. Where the fuck are you? Focus. What, what happened to you? you? Yeah, I need a backstory. On- no, I want a Cashew Honey backstory voicemail. <laughs> I didn't know where this guy's from. This is the most interesting character. We got Michael the Landscaper. Now we have the Enigma, Cashew Honey, calling in. (laughs) I need to know about this guy. Explain the 44441, too. That's new to me. I know about that so badly. Yeah. I I know the 33 and the 666. He doesn't know the 33 because he missed that one. He only got the 666 and the 911. That was a journey, though. That was a real journey. But that is it, Aaron. You can close the show for us now. Okay, yeah. That was everything. Thanks for listening! Artemis is obviously <laughs> fake and gay. Uh, don't give fat Jews your millions of dollars. Uh, they'll spend it on their girlfriend, uh, who is also fucking other guys, who also looks like the Tootsie Roll Owl. Yeah. Somehow this was one of our... You know what you call that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Somehow this was one of our last right, Thanks for listening, guys. What? <laughs> Josh? Uh, What'd you so, say? Somehow this was one of our last Andy Semitic episodes.
<laughs> Have a good night. Thanks for listening. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Whatever, fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat. My name is Sam, and this is my story. Sam has crazy hair. Sam is vegan. Sam is 29 years old only, but Sam has $22 billion. Incredible story of Sam Bankman Freed. Ever since Sam was a kid, he wanted to get rich. Really, really rich but not for the reasons you think. I wanted to get rich, not because I like money, but because I wanted to give that money to charity. Here's his company became one of the biggest in the world, worth over $40 billion, and he's not even 30 years old. Last year, this 29-year-old guy donated $50 million. Next year, he's planning to donate $500 million a year, and next decade, he will probably give away more than $10 billion dollars the amount of good that you can do uh, for the future of the world is is really large and it's way more than you can do to actually make yourself happy with anything like that amount of money Sam doesn't need the money to buy a Lamborghini or to buy a Rolex or to impress his friends in fact his car is a Toyota Corolla hold on Where, where's your car it's uh, that one there that's like what a Toyota uh, yeah, it's a Corolla. Why don't you buy a Lamborghini, man? I didn't have any particular need for one. He wants to get rich in order to impact the world and change it. Try to think about what are the most important problems facing the world today and what can you do to help make those as much better as possible. In the next few decades, Sam may become a trillionaire. He is an example that age is just a number and that making money is not a bad thing as long as you use that money to help the world. All right, we're All done, right. man. Amazing. Whee!